0: You're listening to Pod Fabula Productions, a mashup of fiction, nonfiction, ideas, and commentary, created and narrated by your author host, Victor Aquista. Today's episode Max in the Multiverse. Hey everyone thanks for listening in. I know people have been a bit on edge as we deal with the COVID-19 pandemic so I thought this would be a good time to lighten things up a bit and explore a different edge. I don't know I was thinking the edge of the galaxy or universe or multiverse not sure that even has an edge. Good news you can do that right in your favorite reading chair by picking up a copy of Max and the Multiverse, book one of an outlandish and delightfully frivolous three-book series from one of my favorite authors, Zachary Wheeler. If you're a fan of Douglas Adams' Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy or enjoy the parody and satire of Terry Pratchett, you will be sure to enjoy Zach Wheeler's sense of humor and style. Laugh, smile, escape, and be amused as I read you The Back Jacket, a brief excerpt, and some reviewer comments. Better yet, I'm going to start with my own review, which is kind of doing things backwards, but in the multiverse, anything is possible. Here follows my five-star comments. Max, intrepid, reluctant hero of the multiverse. A delightful tour de farce, brilliantly absurd and absurdly brilliant. Another fine work from this talented author. The mind of Zachary Wheeler has clearly been vectored in from some distant part of the multiverse where comic genius runs rompingly rampant in frivolous frivolity. In the hallowed words of Douglas Adams from the Hitchhiker's Guide, Serious Cybernetics Corporation, Share and Enjoy. From the Back Jacket. It's Spring Break. And Max is stuck at home all by himself, just the way he likes it. He games online, feasts on junk, and wonders why his cat can suddenly talk. Thanks to a bizarre mishap, Max has started shifting between parallel universes whenever he falls asleep. A curious affliction, and one that steadily erodes his sanity. Day after day, he awakes to a strange new reality and struggles to make sense of his surroundings. But then one day, he awakes to a hyper-advanced version of Earth where humans have colonized space. Determined to fulfill a lifelong dream, Max and his cyborg cat venture into the black, only to entangle themselves in an intergalactic conflict. And now, here's a tantalizing taste of escapism Into the World of Max and the Multiverse by Zachary Wheeler. Wheeler. In another universe, about 3.5 billion to the left, a small freighter ship exited hyperspace just outside of Neptune's orbit. As little more than a flying dumpster... The ship wasn't winning any beauty pageants. Its clunky hull appeared more mangled than designed, leaving one to suspect that its architect loved booze and Legos. A charcoal gray exterior with numerous dents and rust stains conveyed an impressive amount of indifference. The deep blue glow of twin rear engines created a drab silhouette, like a bloated bat crossing a moonlit sky. Apart from a standard registry number engraved in white lettering, the craft carried no markings or obvious identifications of any kind, a strategic necessity for its unique occupants. An unassuming presence disguised a sophisticated collection of advanced technology, including a military-grade frame, an enhanced jump drive, and several pieces of plasma-based weaponry. To the average passerby, the ship read as little more than a poor drifter shuttle, After all, members of the PCDS, Precious Cargo Delivery Service, needed to guard their inconspicuousness above all else. The sleek cockpit gleamed with an array of touch-based circuitry, its double crescent control panel chirping with various scans and alerts. Blinking blues, pulsing purples, and glowing yellows outlined the ship's commander in the pilot's seat, a shrewd muggle by the name of Zoe Bricks. Most beings in the Virgo supercluster knew her by an ominous nickname, The Omen, earned for her distinct reputation as one of the most ruthless and efficient PCDS couriers to have ever lived. As dangerous as she was professional, when Zoe accepted a job, it came with an unwavering promise. If I'm not on time, you can assume I'm dead. Despite her young age, At twenty-something by earth years, she acquired immense fame through her bravery and unrivaled dependability. As a result, she often found herself entrusted with some of the most extraordinary artifacts in all of existence, current cargo included. Nothing sizable, just a small plastic box with an address and the following instructions. Handle with care. The great bag of marbles depends on it. It rested inside a bio lock safe at the rear of the cargo bay, disguised as a makeshift breakfast table. On their way to the Andromeda Galaxy, Zoe and her longtime girlfriend, a fellow muggawat and gifted machinist by the name of Para Harbin, decided to make a pit stop at a boring yellow dwarf star. To anyone in the know, the destination was obvious. This particular star anchored a solar system famous for one of the universe's most delectable sources of water, a small icy moon named Europa, orbiting a massive gas planet named Jupiter. Those fortunate enough to sample European water, harvested from enormous freshwater oceans far beneath its surface, often described it as a transcendent experience, akin to licking a fire-toothed sandworm. Zoe's deep blue eyes narrowed as she scanned the cockpit's panoramic viewport. She slipped off her worn leather jacket and draped it across the back of the pilot's seat, leaving her to the comfort of a thin tank top and cargo pants. A few taps of the control panel produced a green hologram of the current solar system, brightening her sunburst orange complexion and dark blue lips. A small cursor blinked at the outer orbit, signifying their current location. She brushed her choppy black hair aside and tapped the pulsing icon. The hologram chirped in response and zoomed into Neptune's orbital path. She nodded and inputted a course correction. The ship pitched downward, lifting a massive blue horizon. A gratified smile stretched across her face as Neptune's cobalt sheen engulfed the cabin. "'Pera, sweetie, we're here!' You know you want to know what the secret cargo is, and what happens next, and how Max and his talking cat get all mixed up in this wild adventure. No spoilers from me, you'll have to get the book. Here's just a few comments from readers who have traveled with Max on this wild and zany adventure. Absolute mayhem. One of the finest pieces of sci-fi satire I have ever read, anywhere, bar none. Sit down, strap in, shut up, and hang on. Follow our resident super-nerd, Max, through multiple universes fraught with danger, intrigue, and hilarity. Awesome. A total romp. A great vacation read. It should come as no surprise that Max in the Multiverse has won a boatload of awards, so check it out and judge for yourself. Best of all, it's book one of a three-book set. More adventures follow in book two, Max and the Snoodlecock, and in book three, Max and the Banjo Ferret. But wait, there's more from the mind of Zach Wheeler. Three additional short books from Max and the Multiverse, and a rather incredible three-book dystopian sci-fi series called The Immortal Wake. I'm including links in the show notes where you can learn more about this author and his fabulous writing. Thanks for listening. That's a wrap on today's episode, which is the 20th show to date. That's enough for Season 1. I hope you've been listening to this eclectic mix of fiction and nonfiction. I'll post a brief Season 1 summary, and then pick it up with more of the same in Season 2. Stay tuned. Please tell your friends about this podcast series. If you like what you hear, subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other popular download platforms. Just search for my name, Victor Aquista, or the show Pod Fabula Productions. All shows are posted on my website. And check out Pod Productions on Facebook, where shows are archived for discussion and commentary. Drop by and share your thoughts about today's show. All these particulars are posted in the show notes. Until next time.